Welcome, everyone, to the Per Low Podcast, top 10 list from the South Carolina Low Country. It is season two, episode two. We are joined, as always, by Mathis. I am vaccinated. <laughs> Adam? I can't wait to be vaccinated. <laughs> I am your host, Shane. Format of the show is simple. I provide these guys a topic each week. They take that topic. They create a top 10 list. They deliver that top 10 list to, list to me, and I reveal it while we record this for you, and they argue and banter over the list. Tonight's topic is top conspiracy theories of all time. Don't so say it so loud. If you don't like controversy, go to the previous episode or listen to something else. Go to Joe Rogan because this one's going to have a lot of controversy tonight and I will refrain from commenting on the controversy. But you know who will not? Mathis. Mathis is going to go headfirst into the, into this. I mean, I figure we're on borrowed time anyway, so, I mean, what does it matter? I'm not playing with house money like the doctor is. Uh, <laughs> like, you are the colonel. You were born with the house money. What do you mean you are the house? House money is fleeting, and being the house is very overrated. <laughs> City shout-outs. First, Ridgeland, South Carolina. Shout-out to Ridgeland, the former home of Mathis. Listening. Shout-out to Jaquan Polite. There we go. I coached him, yes. I did, too. That's our shared bond. Shout-out to Sanford, Florida. Appreciate you tuning in. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Appreciate you tuning in. Hope uh, the fluoride's working out for you. And still – Still a big time listener for us, Tehran Iran. Y'all are all in on the Perlo podcast, and we appreciate. I don't know it. why. If there's one thing we've been, it's we are not pro the Islamic Revolution Party. <laughs> so I don't understand why, but uh, you're appreciated. Before we get into the list, let's talk a little news. COVID holidays. What do y'all think? Be careful. Don't do anything stupid. I mean, where I live, we pretty much don't think it's real anyway. So, like, basically, it's the same people you're around every day that refuse to wear masks. So, I don't think it's going to matter a whole lot, you know, unless they find out Turkey stops it, which otherwise is going to be a problem. I think at the end of the day, we're going to have a huge outbreak post. I mean, no matter what, it's going to be. Notre Dame stormed the field. They had zero cases. Well, I, I hope that continues. I'm not – I hope. I am legitimately hopeful we do not have more cases. I do not want more cases. I want my life back. But what's funny to me is I think the people you're going to be around are people you've been around. Like, They're the same people you've been around. Yeah, it's like we're going to school face-to-face right now, like almost – like it's the same people they've been around the whole time. So I don't think – like it's – I'm interested to know where the spread – I mean, I know it's coming from different places, but I'm interested to see just where it's coming from because it's like – it's almost as if, you know, you're around the same people every day, I would think. So where are you picking it up from? And obviously it's happening somewhere, but I just – the whole situation – I'm like you, I'm like you, Gamble. I just – I want it to be – I'm not hoping it's not. I'm hoping we get to a place where it's not a thing anymore. But I don't think we're there yet. No. The big Facebook uh, post that you'll see from the uh, people that are looking forward to celebrating the holidays with their loved ones is – Due to COVID restrictions, only six people are allowed to meet for Thanksgiving, but 30 for a funeral. With this, I announce that we'll be holding a funeral Thursday, November 26th for our pet turkey that will pass away November 25th. 
refreshments provided. In lieu of flowers, please bring a side dish, dessert, and wine. I mean, it's quality dad humor you got there, boy. That's, yeah, that's, that's you, you really you really stepped in that role real well. That's Facebook. That's Facebook, not me. All right, here we go. Top ten conspiracy theories of all time, but first, notable omissions: the moon landing. Nobody put. I almost put that. It was. So, it's so obvious and it's so played out. Like, I mean, I did read one time. It would have cost more to fake it than it would have to actually go. First of all, all the sheep need to wake up and realize that we did land on the moon, but it is hollow. <laughs> I was made of cheese. No, that's what they want you to think. Oh. No. I'm not going. If it's, bro, it's not, if it's not made of food, I ain't going. Well, it's made of spare ribs, according to Harry Carey. So. In that case, I'm super down. Super down. What about yeah. the Roswell alien Area 51 stuff? Nah, aliens are real. We're all past that now. I mean, obviously, if you don't think aliens are real, what are we doing here? I mean, what I think is hilarious is people think, want to know what the secret is at the secret military base. And they want people to tell them what the secret is at the secret military base. <laughs> the, you know, the, the government did come out this, this past year and they were like, yeah, UFOs are a thing. We, we see them all the time. And the Navy was like, yeah, it happens. And I was just like, well, there you go. Way too distracted with all the other things going on in the country to really care about it. But I appreciate you sharing. I'm going to need you to provide the sourcing of that because I have not seen that. Done. I'll be sending it. I missed it. I was unaware that we had agreed the UFOs are real. Ugh. Dang. Einstein was wrong. Who knew? The colonel knew. That's who knew. Well, when you're in the upper crust, you get access to kind of things like this. I mean, you probably can talk. You, you probably can talk to congressmen that won't talk to me. The last notable omission: Princess Diana. Mm, that's going to sit there. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about these conspiracy theories: a lot of them deal with death, which is not a funny topic. Which is whoever picked it for a podcast. Way to go for not picking funny topics. Yeah, didn't we do one on like tragedies or something? Yeah. One of the most listened to episodes of all time. <laughs> Prince, what's funny to me about Prince, that brings my thing up about the whole royal family is the fascination of Americans with British royalty does not make any sense to me. Um, why we love the gene pool lottery, I don't know. But I'm telling you, my, my people are, my, my family is part of that. But God almighty, they, I don't get it. It's sad she passed away, but the fact that, that woman's life, I will never understand. I think it's just boredom. I think people are bored. <laughs> I believe that's probably the start of reality television. I'm telling you, that is the that is that is where we've got like celebrity can, can be traced to Diana and Charles. Reality television, huh? Cops was the start of reality television. I wish they were all like cops. Cops, at least I felt like I I, I enjoyed more. Dude, R.I.P. Cops and Live PD. Dude, we're, we're not going to that. Not get into that right now, but. R.I.P. Live PD was just like a cold stop. Boom. I, I loved I'm saying Live PD used to be like appointment television. And we I, all I, loved it. It was frequently happening happening outside of our houses. I, I thought Live PD was great because it showed the good of cops, too. Well, what's funny to me was that people I know that are active criminals watch Live PD. And I was like, that, I mean, disappointing. All right. Well, let's get we into this. We should let that hang there. We'll yeah. start with Mathis's list. 
His number 10 is Bruce Lee and Marilyn Monroe were actually murdered. Okay. I can't, I couldn't, I was trying to go through to find like the number 10 on my list and I omitted the obvious like moon landing ones, but I come to this, which is that both Bruce Lee and Marilyn Monroe were, didn't, were not killed because of the official reasons, which Bruce Lee's was, is that he had an allergic reaction to some type of, I believe, vitamin. Um, and then Marilyn Monroe obviously had a drug overdose because people believe there's a better chance that Bruce Lee was killed for giving away the secrets of karate. Because obviously nobody could have figured those out on their own or gone to somebody else who taught karate in the 80s, all right, in the 70s. There's a better chance that the ancient, you know, Chinese keepers of karate, I'm seeing how many times I can say this at one time, um, had him killed through an allergic reaction, which is a really inefficient way to kill someone. And on the other side of that, people believe that Marilyn Monroe was killed because of her connection to the Kennedys. Yeah, I believe that. Other than the fact of a movie <laughs> star might have had a drug problem. That's easier to believe than a movie star had a drug problem. No, she slept this with her. She had to go. I don't doubt that she probably slept with him. So what I gather is that basically Kennedy slept with anything that had legs. But like, I mean, realistically, I just, it's, it bothers me. Like bad things happen, man. These people are not super stable to begin with. And that is tragic that she died, but it's not any other reason than she took a lot of pills at one time. It's a bad decision. That's what they want you to believe. <laughs> Let's go over to Adam's number 10. Fluoride is a communist plot. Fluoride is a communist plot. Fluoride is a communist plot to make the American people weak. That is. Through that, strong teeth? Through strong teeth. Have you never heard of the fluoride plot? I have not heard of the fluoride Oh, plot. we still have people today that when they're like, hey, we want to add fluoride to the drinking water, they're like, I don't know what it does to me. It's a chemical from the government. Like, people really wig out about fluoride, and there was a little push in the early 60s about how it was a, a chemical from the communists that was designed to weaken the American people. There's another one, which is probably actually true, that <laughs> because, like, because there's no health care in this country, it's a way to give people some dental care. Just some <laughs> dental care. Is this the part to wreck episode, like it's like H2Flow? Like, that's that, it. Like, yeah. And how everybody's angry, like everybody's angry originally about yeah. it, like chemical in the water. I mean, it's a, it's a since it's a sincere conspiracy theory that fluoride is a harmful chemical that the government is putting into the water. Now, what did they gain from it? I don't know, but it is a conspiracy theory out there. Oh, God. Designed to make men effeminate and weak. It's probably why we're bald. <laughs> what about shaved, Adam's? Shaved, not bald, shaved. That's the key. I choose to have my hair this way. Well, I technically did. <laughs> technically. <laughs> Number nine for Adam. FEMA coffins in Walmart. FEMA coffins in Walmart. This one pops up every time there's a big national uh, natural disaster. Someone goes, I was outside of the Walmart and I saw FEMA trucks there and they were putting coffins inside of there and they had thousands of coffins in a warehouse. Like, well, one, uh, of course, FEMA has coffins. They deal with natural disasters. And then two, why Walmart and why FEMA? Like, why? Why are we attacking the people whose sole job is to get places in an emergency and help people? 
I don't understand that at all. Like, I don't get it. Like, the hatred of, like, the mistrust of government is going to come up big in this particular episode because it's about conspiracies and what's bigger and scarier than the government. But, like, sometimes people are just there to do their job of helping people in the big disasters. And FEMA's one of them. It's just so stupid. And Walmart, because that's where everybody goes. Like, anything can be found at Walmart. Including well, FEMA coffins. The, the thing that drives me nuts is, like, a lot of these are based on the government has, you know, deep power and organization. And if anything has been proven to us, not just the last four years, but just really our entire lives, is that the government is making it up a lot as they go along. And they don't know. They don't yeah. know what they're doing. You're giving them far too much credit. Way like, too much real, credit. Way too much credit. All right, Mathis, how's your number nine compare? Stranger, danger. Believe it or not, this and, – and you can say this isn't a conspiracy, but the idea that don't talk to strangers will stop is a, is a major thing. Like, do you know how many actual stranger kidnappings there have been since 2010? No. 350. Matt, that's three, 350. That's totals, That's total abductions that are known of, of people who have been taken by someone they did not know. Hey, do you know why? Probably because of stranger danger. Probably because exactly. kids know something with strangers. Exactly. Because <laughs> the reality is, is that you're I much more likely. I just destroyed Burnett's argument. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The reality is, and this is something I got from another podcast, which is like, uh, you thought wrong, which the idea is, is that you're much more likely to be hurt by someone you know. Prox the whole proximity. Yeah, principle. for sure is that you're much more likely to be hurt or taken by some. Most abductions are done by parents that are, like, in some kind of custodial fight. Yeah. That's typically yeah. how kids do most of, we, Most crime is done by people near you. I've seen yeah. the movie Taken, and yes. they did not know no, it, them. Deadpool had the greatest line ever in that movie, which is, at what point is he just a bad parent? Like, she gets taken three times. At what <laughs> point is it just a bad parent? Like, but the the idea of this kind of like panic of the idea that there's strangers lurking to take somebody's child just isn't reality. And it's it's not so much it's a theory. It's not like it's a conspiracy, which people will play it out to that. But the idea, the reality is, is that you much when you be vigilant of who your children is around all the time, not just who like the scary guy in the trench coat is just not there. And Either more, the bad part is you see all these human trafficking things on Facebook. When if you really wanted to attack the problem, you would attack it from a place of be careful of the people who are be, be vigilant of people who are around your children all the time. Yeah, and that's what and it, it takes it takes basically it takes resources from where they should be to places they don't need to go. Agreed. All right. I still think stranger danger works, but that's just listen to McGruff, right? Yeah. He's a crime dog. <laughs> In a trench coat, no less. Yeah, he looks like the biggest stranger danger. Of was, he dre was he dre – did he have clothes underneath that? No. Kind of like Donald Duck. Donald Duck is an obscene cartoon. He ain't never worn pants. Oh, he's got three nephews. Yeah, what does that tell you? Let's get to the next one. <laughs> Number eight for Mathis. Jesus was married. All right. So, there is no evidence uh, – Da Vinci Code comes out and suddenly there's this huge uproar in the Christian community because it insinuates that Jesus may have been married to Mary Magdalene. 
The problem with that is that Da Vinci Code, while well-researched, is like everything else. It's open to interpretation. It's a fiction book that they use some actual facts in to make it seem more plausible in the plot. There is no evidence that Jesus was married, but there's also not any evidence that he wasn't. And he was a, he was a rabbi in the Jewish community, which was a teacher. It would not have been out of the realm for him to be married. It doesn't nope. matter either way, but there's zero evidence and people were losing their minds. And people forget about, people forget how big the Da Vinci Code really was. That book was massive. And it, people took it as like, they almost took it as a Bible. It is never what it was meant to be. It's a work of fiction that people took as a work of history. Yeah, and it's just not, man. Or, or even as a work of historical fiction where the majority of history in it is factual and it's placed in a fictional book. And it's not. It's a, it's a fiction. Exactly. And the real part is, is I think it's so funny how shallow some people's faith is and their ability to just go, maybe this is just an entertaining read, man. Don't believe everything you read or see. But even if it was true, the idea is that it would not have been any, it would not have made Jesus any less divine had he been married. And so it just, it's an inch. It was, an inch, to me, this is, this came this high for me on the list because it's interesting to the reactions of people to it. And so that's why I picked it. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. All right. Number eight for Adam Lyme disease was created by the government on Plum Island. I'm so glad I found this one. This one was so good. There's Why a place they create Lyme disease? I, hold on now. <laughs> so there's a place called Plum Island, all right, in New York. And they do, like, uh, biochemical testing and weaponry and stuff like that. And there is a conspiracy theory that Lyme disease was created on the island near Lyme, Connecticut, and uh, was accidentally spread from that point. Like, I don't think it's one of those something is to be gained from it kind of conspiracy theories, but the conspiracy theory is that Lyme disease was created by the government and then it comes from there. But of all the diseases, why Lyme disease? So this is, this is a small COVID, like small Wuhan. Yeah, a tick-based so, COVID. This isn't kind of like the one I saw where, like, the CIA created AIDS. There's one of them out there that says that. No, that is – it's like that, but, but much smaller. Well, and yeah. I kind of avoid CIA AIDS one because there's already like a huge problem in countries like South Africa about AIDS denial and things like that. So I was like, you know, what, let's just leave that one in the book. Yeah, but I'm like you, Lyme disease, which is given to people who hike in the woods because of ticks. That's who mostly gets Lyme disease are people who are exposed to ticks. Yeah, my stepdad has it. So my th I'm like you, what possible benefit of creating such a disease would there be? Are there heavily wooded areas that we need to infect like foreign governments with? Like yeah, I, am I, don't think, I don't think it's the thing to be gained. I think it's one of like, uh, you know, accidentally escape the lab deals. Oh, it's Planet of the Apes. That's yeah, cool. there you go. Ah, I got you. All right. Number seven for Adam. We will see later. Yes, we will. We'll hear about later in the podcast. Seven for Mathis, we will also hear about later. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. But number six Cooper. for Mathis, 9-11 cover-up. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and just bow out on this one. It's, <laughs> I listen, might say something at the end, actually. No, my, problem, my thing is that, and this is what I'm gen – I genuinely dislike these people who deny 9-11 because – that's people's families that died in that thing. Like it's 3000 Americans who died on one day because of really sociopathic people. 
Like to deny, and then the whole thing, the evidence is so wrong. The whole idea that, you know, steel can't melt at this temperature, like you do realize it's a structure. So once the stability begins to go away, it all falls down. Like, and not only that, there's video of the plane hitting the tower. Yeah. Like it, it's so, there's video of it happening. And again, it's an example of, and only in America do you have these kind of people who there can be video evidence and people will argue against it. Because, and I get it, the whole idea is just to insulate yourself that it could not have just been 11 really terrible people that caused this much panic because that would agree that terrorism is a real thing and it's and it can cause fear instead it's got to be the randomness of it is i mean it's not random it was a deeply planned attack with months of signs but that's neither here nor there the bigger issue is that it the people want to create a conspiracy about it because in some ways it gives them comfort this idea that there is this big plan to it Sure, and because the idea of is that it, that there's a larger idea around, especially people who believe that our own government did it. I'm like you, Adam, in the sense of I don't give our government that much credit, like to come up with. And, and what would be the purpose so that we could go back into Iraq? Please, he if George Bush had wanted to go into Iraq, he could have done it anytime he wanted to. He didn't need the provoking incident. Like it's not that's not the point. The whole thing comes back to is that it. This, I'm like you. The scary part is like the randomness. It's the lone gunman idea. People don't like lone gunmen because that means is that one person can absolutely disrupt an entire country, and that is a real thing. And to deny that probably what is the biggest event of American history during my lifetime, like nothing will ever be bigger than 9/11 for the rest of my life. I don't think yeah, there's ever be an event as big. It's the moment of our lifetime. It's. For our parents' generation, a lot of them, they were alive. It was JFK's assassination or Watergate or Vietnam. For the generation before them, it was Pearl Harbor. Or the Challenger. This, yeah, this is our the Challenger. This is ours. Yeah, absolutely. And, to, and it takes away the significance and the, and the sacrifice of the people who actually ran into those buildings to pretend it didn't happen. Here's the one thing that screws me up about the whole 9-11 day. How did they get explosives on that random side building to get that down the same afternoon? to safely implode it. I, again, don't know how. I'm not completely unfamiliar with that, to be perfectly honest well, with you. Well, like there was I, like I, a I separate know. trade center, but you know, there's like multiple trade center buildings in the area. We had the two towers, they go down, and then they had like a separate trade center building. I don't know, number seven. I don't know. I'm just making up a number that they imploded like late in the afternoon because of it, it was unstable. And I'm like, how are they able to safely? Because you know, when they implode a stadium or something, it takes them like weeks to set up the charges and make sure everything's clear and it's safe and da 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 da. And then they were able to do that in an afternoon. That that one always gets me. I'm sure they figure out a way because you know, if you turn on like if you go on the internet, you can see in Britain they can they can just take a bridge down and build a new bridge in a day. You know, in America it takes a whole year because you know whatever. But I'm sure they figured it out. But it always that always freaked me out. Like, man, they got that done in a couple hours and did it safely. Again, so because they're good at their job, there's a conspiracy. I don't believe. That. I don't. I mean, yeah. that's where I'm coming yeah. from with that. I, just, I, I believe that you know, time time constraints can always be. You know, if you're willing to move fast enough and take the risk, you can get it done. Yes. And I, I'm unfamiliar with what you're saying, but I get I get your idea though. All right. So it was not caused by in explosives. The implosion. 
No, it was not caused by that. The structure was substantially damaged by debris when the nearby North Tower of the World Trade Center collapsed. The debris ignited fires on multiple lower floors of the building, which continued to burn uncontrolled through the afternoon. The building's internal suppression system lacked water to fight the fires. The collapse began when a critical internal column buckled and triggered cascading failure of nearby columns throughout, which the first visible was, uh, yeah, basically it collapsed because of debris. There's no room for facts in this podcast, Adam. Not a single place in this podcast. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> All right. The lizard people create not the tower. Not well, the tower. Settle, settle down now. I, you know. <laughs> well, we got to take a break, guys, um, on that note. So uh, we're going to take a quick second here, and we're going to get a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the Perlo Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. Before we get back into the list, i got to give a quick shout-out to Short Stories of Black History by our buddy Amandre, who has been a guest on this podcast before. He and the wonderful Mrs. Shane, the host, Emily, all right, she recorded, helped uh, do an episode on Katherine Johnson, the um, Hidden Figures main character. Uh, and okay. they did. Yeah, and they did because she's a – Don't give her credit because she's a math nerd. Listen to it because it's factual. The it is factual, you, unlike this Just because you can do math with more than three digits doesn't make you special, Emily, just so you know. <laughs> she teaches aerospace engineering, among other classes, and uh, it was a well-done uh, episode, and you should check it out and rate them five stars. And also Wait. rate us five stars because yeah. we're falling behind some similar podcasts with more ratings than us. They certainly are similar. <laughs> Does Dre teach math? Dre is a world history teacher. Okay, good. For a second, I thought Dre thought he was better than us. I, I see that he, <laughs> he's You're better than me. He's a non-mather like the rest of us. If you don't teach STEM, shut up. Yeah. So, my, well, my my fiance is an English teacher, you know, so I, I keep it no math in this house. One, one, one of God's many great children, right there. Yeah, right there. You guys can. You guys can nerd out about all sorts of sad poems where they have three words in them, and y'all can you know really just break it down for four years. Yeah, let's, let's like get back into the list. Theme discussion. Let's get back. Right. Number no, Adams number six. I forgot to tell y'all before the break. We'll see later on Mathis's list, but number five for Adam in top conspiracy theories of all time: chemtrails. How how am oh, I the only oh. one with chemtrails? God, chemtrails. See that smoke up there? It's falling down on you. It caused yes. you to be gay. For those of you who don't know what chemtrails are, chemtrails the idea that the remnants left behind by uh, aircraft are actually released chemicals being doused on the population. Oh. Yeah, the problem with that is, you know, like physics. And, you know, that doesn't work. Like, there's no, it does, if you were trying to, like, dose somebody, you wouldn't do it from a mile up. It doesn't work that way. Well, I think oh, the basis God. of this is farmers seeing people spray their fields, and they're like, it just like up in that there sky. <laughs> so basically they're crop dusting the world. We're getting crop dusted <laughs> by planes. The same well, way that Mathis crop dusts crowds <laughs> after one too many diet mountain lightnings. Wow. You feel, you feel good about that, Joe? You like that I, one? I, look, it was smooth, and it landed. So. <laughs> you laugh. Mm, I laugh at everything you say. You're very funny to me. Sometimes I used to be. I used to be funny. It's always <laughs> smart to laugh at the colonel. 
exactly. I want to make sure I have a job in a couple of years. <laughs> well, you want to be safe. You want to be able to vote next election. You better keep them chuckles a coming. <laughs> wow. There's a bonus conspiracy theory. The current election. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, please don't. Please we'll don't. get there. We'll get Number there. Number five time. on Mathis's list. Shakespeare didn't write his own plays. Yes, I believe this one. This is the ultimate in, like, classism because the idea here is that William Shakespeare was not of the elite class. Which is why I believe this one. (laughs) And and people believe, people such as the colonel believe there's no way that anybody out of the elite class could have written such, first of all, the dearth of literature he had, as well as just the amount of... Drink for dearth? (laughs) Drink for dearth. Yes, just the amount of of property put out and the quality of property put out. Some people believe it was uh believe it was uh Chris Marlowe, I believe is one. Yeah. Um and then it could believe it was like a couple of ruling class people. But basically Marlowe sounds like an alternative rock singer. It does. Chris Marlowe is either an alternative rock singer or he's the head coach at Wagner Sally. There's no <laughs> <laughs> That's well done. But the reality is, is the whole idea is that he was too stupid to write the plays, which is so dumb because people saw him write them. Like it again, the man did a lot. I mean, is basically the greatest writer of all time, and he's getting shagged on. It's not cool. Um, it, but people like the Colonel who think that you know dumb, that lower class people can't create art. So that's where we're at with that one. No, no, no. Here's my belief. I believe Shakespeare wrote some of his plays. I always was under the assumption the theory was that he and multiple other people like Marlowe all wrote the plays together. He may, he, listen, probably he was a collaborator, but he was in charge of the works. First of all, the majority, a lot of them are the histories, which are based in fact, are based in fact anyway, and then basically put into basically the biopics of the day. Yeah, like I mean, the, what is it? it's not Henry VIII, it's like Henry V, Henry the Fourth, All or, the Henrys, all yeah. the Richards, uh, Ty, you know, all those basically. I think even Othello has some like, you know, rooted in history stuff. Wow, we are yeah, really, got, we're wondering, hold on, real quick, we're wondering why we're not getting listeners, we're here talking about Shakespeare's plays. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. Let's 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 move on to something more interesting, Mathis. <laughs> Go to your number four. Watch Anonymous, it's a great movie though, even though it's a BS theory, it's a great movie. Go ahead. Number four for Mathis, QAnon. All right, everybody else is going to step away here. Because I'm, I'm out. Gonna I, am. I certainly I'm am. out. It is. All right. This is for the trailer park uh, tinfoil hat crowd. You didn't discover a gigantic conspiracy of people that dine on children, um, as well as one I've heard. Nancy Pelosi's not drinking the blood of small children. There is not a huge ring of people that is trying to molest children in Hollywood. Nobody has sold their soul to the devil. And if they did, you wouldn't find it on the internet. People are, be, people are smarter than that if that actually happened. The fact that people are putting this out and are, there's like 70% of voters who think that this is possibly a real thing. Are you serious right now? Step away, take your left hand, hit yourself across the left side of your face as hard as you can and wake up this is oh i can't this one pisses me off to no end just quit believing everything you read on the internet it's just not true you know there's so many real dangers out there to make these things up it's just absolutely terrible and that's all i'm gonna say and i know you guys are gonna say anything because you probably have family members that believe these things i'm gonna step away from that is it over it is over 
Moving on to now, it's okay. Real, real quick, <laughs> the only thing with that is it is tied to if you look at the uh, satanic panic of the eighties and nineties and satanic ritual abuse stuff. Hold it, on, that's coming later. Yeah, pause. Right. Well, oh, 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 back to the mute. <laughs> Let's go to Adams number four and let let him take the floor with this one. I had to look up because I had never heard of it before. The conspiracy of the Denver airport. Dear sweet God, where have you people been? The oh, Denver this, this, is this the one where like the 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 New World Order meets below the Denver airport? Yes, the New World yeah. Order meets below the Denver airport, and all of the murals in the De- have you looked up the murals in the Denver airport? Yes. I have not. This freaked out my sister, who is an attorney. Right, it freaked her out so bad. She's like, I think there could be something there. It, it's all about like the location of the Denver airport, the fact that it's in the Rocky Mountains. It's away from, like, the actual city of Denver. Its location is a possible, like, safe bunker in case of, like, nuclear fallout and everything. And then all the insane murals on the wall. You just Google, if you're listening, Google Denver Airport murals, all right? And then just take a little trip and think to yourself, why would you put this in an airport as the last thing people see before they get on a plane? Yeah, they are, they are difficult to look at. It has, like, death on it. Yeah, there's a guy, a soldier with a machine gun and a machete and killing a bird. So I'm going to pull some up, all right? There's, like, a huge war and the destruction of the environment, all right? And then there is a giant gas mask figure holding a scimitar and an AK-47 who's, like, killing a white dove and the people are suffering, all right? And then, you know all of the people rallied again. It, it's like speaks of some horrific prophecy, according to like all the, the new world order. People. Well, the more I'm here and the more I think I need to make a trip to Denver and go hang out. Sounds like a good party town. Well, to be fair, Denver has decriminalized mushrooms and has a longstanding history of those kind of things. So I'm not entirely convinced that someone tripping just didn't make this stuff. I only eat the finest truffles. So unless they're like imported, I ain't eating. So it's all good. These would be caps made by hippies, so I don't think you're uh, not doing that. You can go wash your hair some other time. I ain't got time for this crap. Let's go. I don't understand the murals. The first <laughs> one's called In Peace with Harmony in Nature. Ah. Uh, the next one's called Children of the World Dream of Peace. Huh? Don't what? try to understand art, man. Bad things happen. See All the right. Da Vinci Code. Let's move on. Let's get the number three on Adam's list. The Illuminati. I almost put this one because it's made a resurgence lately. Whether it's the Freemasons or the Illuminati or whatever you believe it is, the idea that there's a secret shadow government collaborating to rule the world and that for some reason they leave their imagery and clues in money because they want to be caught. Well, or the best part is, is that suppose, this is kind of caught on within like the rap world. Because people believe like Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce have sold their souls into it because it has also morphed into the satanic. Oh, I'm aware. I had three years of students telling me that it was a thing. Yeah. The blood sacrifice. And they've given Blue Ivy will never make it to heaven because their soul has already been sold. Are we just going to add your number? Are we going to add your number three to this conversation then? Uh, I mean, we might as well. I mean, it's equally stupid. I mean, it's equally crazy. Although number three is the satanic panic. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and add it because yeah, it's, it's easy. 
the satanic panic, the idea that there's these satanic cults out there that are kidnapping children and making these sacrifices in the woods came about in the 80s and then moved on into the 90s with like the McMartin trial where children were supposedly yep. molested in satanic yep. ideas. And it comes back to is there's no such thing as a satanic cult. Like Satanists don't even believe in Satan. Like Antoine LaVey and those guys, they really are basically they're atheists that like to make fun of religion. So yeah, they're, they're just atheist them. trolls. They're just neckbeard atheists. All- that's all they are is they're basically are just atheists that want to make fun of religion. So they made up Satanism to scare people and they like black clothes. I mean, it's one of those kind of deals. Like it's, but the problem is that people actually lost their livelihoods and lost their freedom because people really believe this. And if you ever watch paradise lost, um, yeah. the story of the West Memphis three, where they bring in this supposedly satanic expert who got his degree off the offline like back when online wasn't a thing, like he got it through like video and he gets to testify in a court of law. These people were Satanists and had sacrificed these little boys. And these three men lost their lives, basically like all of their entire life. Ruined their yeah. Ruined their lives because, uh, you know, Billy Ray decided to call an infomercial one night and become an expert. I mean, it, it's nothing to be laughed at, but I mean, it's funny. People probably believe that to this day, but it's absolutely not true. And it's, it's it's a good example of a conspiracy. It just doesn't exist. All right, and that's going to sit there for a, lot, a minute. A lot of dead air there, Sid. Wait, wait, just, wait, wait, I, I didn't wait. know if I didn't know if you were going to respond back, Adam. I was just kind of letting I hit the floor. Point and he took the floor. All right. <laughs> it's exactly that, that kind of smooth transition you get here on the Prolo podcast. <laughs> those long, awkward pauses where <laughs> Mathis being the only one who has his face. Well, <laughs> as the only teacher, that's waiting as for. the only teacher in this podcast has been a finalist for teacher of the year at their school twice. One of the things that makes you a great teacher is a long, awkward pause to allow students time to answer. So, no, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to just hold my confidence. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of things to be said about that, including yeah, a lot you know, of And I think we're on the same wavelength there, but I think we're just going to let it go. Number yeah. two on Mathis's list is also number six on Adam's list, and that is Kyrie Irving and the Flat Earthers. Oh, God. You go ahead, man. The, the Flat Earth theory, like, the Egyptians proved that the Earth was round with pure mathematics. They didn't even have to leave Egypt and just use math. They were like, yeah, it's, it's a sphere. Yeah, this makes sense. Have you ever seen Under the Dome, the documentary, where it's about flat Earth? Oh, where they go to the convention and then they fly, like all the people at the convention flew there in a plane? Yeah, I've seen that. The best part is when one of them is that they had this thing where they shoot this laser. They put like points at basically like at different lengths and supposedly in like, they're like great distances. And if the earth is flat, then they should, the light should shoot straight through. And it actively does not because of the curvature of the earth. It's not flat. So it doesn't work that way. And it, the experiment doesn't work and they go, Nope, obviously not true. Got to keep working. You know, is obviously the experiment is flawed, not the result. Like this is an example. There has there ever been a more first world problem or first world theory than flat Earth theory? No. Like, I mean, it is such a just being contrarian to be contrarian when we have actual pictures of it being round. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's just it's. But what's funny is is people you think a lot. There's somebody you know right now that you think a lot of somewhere 
that thinks that flat that it's really a, just a disc just flying through space. It goes back to my bigger theory that life is too good for a lot of people right now. Like life is like we have a lot going on, but at the end of the day, life is so comfortable and so much better than has it has ever been in human existence that we have the time to sit around and be like, well, I think the earth is flat now. Like people can come up with any stupid theory they want and find some other idiot because of the internet to have their theory backed up. Reverse Darwinism, man. Reverse Darwinism. <laughs> well, no, it, for real. Because technology is so good, medicine is so good, we are not weeding the stupid out of society. <laughs> People who used to walk into meat grinders in, in, in the factory days are now living to 108 and having 15 kids. Idiocracy is happening. <laughs> Hector Camacho. Hector Camacho. <laughs> All right, guys. The moment has come. A first in Perlow podcast history. Number seven on Adam's list is also number two on Adam's list. And that is the lizard people. There it's it is. So important that everyone knows. I had to put it twice because it's not a conspiracy. That reptilian shape-shifting lizards secretly rule this planet and have human costumes mainly occupying high-level government positions, namely Donald Rumsfeld. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> My favorite moment of you explaining that was we, we do this on Zoom, and, and Mathis was laying down, and you can see his toes wiggling in the background. <laughs> it just makes me so uncomfortable. Like, it's basically the plot of the plot of uh, Arrival. is Arrival, or, or what was that other show? It was like V or something like that? Yeah, V. V. Yeah, v. v is this particular it's, v. It's, the show, it's the show V, and people are like, that is real, and that is what's happening. One, I remember once I watched like Factor Fiction with uh, the dude off Star Trek, and he had a yeah. guy on that you could actually see George Bush's, George W. Bush's eyes flip back. Eyes, yeah. and back. Oh, God. The, the best thing I've ever scene about the lizard people thing and it is from a very canceled person louis ck as he was on that opie and anthony show years ago and he asked donald rumsfeld they were interviewing donald rumsfeld because his book was coming out and he asked him there are people that think you're a lizard so just you know could you clarify for everybody that you're not a lizard and donald rumsfeld did not answer that he was not a lizard <laughs> oh my donald god rumsfeld never said he wasn't a lizard so louis ck was like it must be some kind of lizard thing where if they ask you you either have to tell some weird story or say yes I'm here to tell you, if the lizard people are in charge, Mitch McConnell picked a terrible costume. Like he could have, <laughs> like, I mean, he is not hiding it at all. Like at all. Those that that droopy lip he's got, that is reptilian if there ever was one. Just putting that out there. Wow. Mm-hmm, I said it. That happened. In the middle of my lizard rant, my internet went out and I have no idea what you just said. He he commented <laughs> on Mitch McConnell. That is a oh, terrible costume. Oh, no, his lizard, his lizard costume is dying, and he needs a new one. <laughs> That's why his hands are black. It's like um, the aliens. Like, um, That's why his uh, hands are black. Men in black. I like, I like that this whole podcast has just been us talking about how all these are just, you know, reprehensible and fake, and then we get to lizards, and I'm like, now this one has some teeth to it. This one, <laughs> this one could be real. All right. <laughs> uh, hey. Number one on Adam's list is also number seven on Mathis's list, and that is JFK. Seriously? 
it seems so obvious. And you made so much fun of me the last time I picked the obvious one. I decided to go against you. You peer pressured me not putting JFK number one. Run it free and you're dumb. Yeah. Um, it's it. There's no doubt, man. Like JFK, because there's so many books written on it. But the best part is, is Discovery actually like a week long series of how it's how Oswald did it. Yes. Like they looked at the magic bullet theory, and it it's not magic. That's what happens when bullets hit people is that they shit break off and ricochets happen. And that's how you get the wounds and like the whole back into the left thing we saw on the movie. Like that's what happens when your, your head explodes. Like that's what, that's how it looks like. Oliver Stone, JFK is a very dangerous film. Because it is because people take it as fact. That it is factual. And then you got, you know, Kevin Costner up there saying like insane lines in his, in his, heinous southern accent he's like don't forget your dying king like just saying insane stuff up there and and it's it's very obviously lee harvey oswald now there is one conspiracy theory to it that i think could be plausible and and it's it's a and this is it and there's some truth behind it it's that the secret service crew with the president in dallas the night before they all got very intoxicated and they were all very hungover the next day. And when Lee Harvey Oswald fired his first shots in a panic, a fumbling Secret Service agent accidentally discharged his rifle and delivered the killing blow to JFK. I could see that as the most plausible of the conspiracy theories about how he's died. But it still is Lee Harvey Oswald being the assassin. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, and again, I mean, I I I still think it's I think it's your lone gunman, man. I think it's one. Oh no, I believe it's lone gunman. That's the only one that I could see as being plausible. The yeah. Cubans, the Lyndon Johnson stuff, the, the Grassy Knoll stuff, Grassy Knoll, the Babushka lady, Woody Harrelson's father, Ted Cruz's father, apparently, like all of yeah. those. Here's my thing: I don't believe the government can keep secrets that long. I because I just don't. There's no way that somebody who, if there really was a gunman who took, there's just no way. Now, I will believe this. If there's ever if there's ever a place for conspiracy to happen, the idea that they let Jack Ruby kill Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald, I can believe that more than anything else because people were angry and they yeah. pushed forward. I mean, it's again, there's some the idea is that it, that is the this is the ultimate example of people need the larger like shadow government to make themselves feel better because you feel so powerless that one person can put an entire country in chaos. Mm-hmm. Is really is what JFK is the perfect example of that because I'm gonna tell you the I didn't realize this because it was never part of my family but like my wife's family and their like fascination and respect for the Kennedys is is crazy like they were as close to American royalty as we've ever had. And my like, dad is like that with the Kennedys. He's he has all the Kennedy books and everything about John F. Kennedy and he was a child when he got assassinated. Yeah. It is absolutely – I mean, I just did not realize that was – because I didn't grow up around it. That just was not – but, I mean, it. they really saw – that's how my wife sees them, how my mother-in-law sees them. And, you know, that is the seminal moment of, their, of her life, definitely. Um, my mother-in-law's is the Kennedy assassination because it just – I mean, once again, they were good-looking people and they were famous and they were – you know, it was the beginning of the celebrity president. It was and- he was the first celebrity president. He was the first president that had television with him, and he was yeah. young and you know, good-looking guy. And he was also a pretty progressive president. You know what I mean? So yeah. And with the idea, he'd be super he'd conservative take- in today's standards. Yeah. Oh, well, the, I mean, but yeah. 
for the idea that one guy could take him, the, the idea that one guy could ruin all that or one crazy person could take could end that is just a terrifying thought. It's much easier to believe that there's a large government conspiracy. And that's and something help. people always forget about. Lee Harvey Oswald was just a crazy guy. He tried to move to the Soviet Union, and the Soviet Union was like, dude, you're too crazy to you're, stay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've all seen uh, 11-22-63. It doesn't help that Lyndon Johnson looks like a guy who would be part of a conspiracy. No, and it like, doesn't help that Lyndon Johnson is a shady person who ruined his – could potentially have been good legacy with his shadiness. Yeah, like the thing one thing about you know is about the sixties and early seventies is all the people in power look like people who were in smoke filled dark rooms making decisions. They look like you imagine they would look. Yeah, like, well, it, well Lyndon Johnson like chains he had like forty heart attacks, stopped smoking, became the president, and then in the car as he's leaving the White House, starts smoking again for the first time in ten years. Yeah. That would be the colonel. Um Let's slide over to Mathis's number one for Mathis. This has a very, very modern tone to it. The anti-vaxxers conspiracy. I put this on here on purpose, and I'm sure people will back away from this. And it made fun of myself. I'm vaccinated. I was part of the the, the vaccine trial for Moderna for COVID. But the idea that people are talking about not and, and take COVID away, just people don't vaccinate their children for polio and the measles, diseases that ruined, you know, people's lives. And we have found a cure and they went, nope, not doing it because of a paper that was not true. Like my parents would tell, my dad tells me stories of his mother being terrified every time he got a cold because her her brother had died of polio and the people to turn that down and to risk people to risk people's lives who can't take the vaccine that depend on herd immunity to do that is just it's insulting and it's awful and it's just it's got to stop it's absolutely like you're putting people at risk for no reason no, anti-vaccination is dangerous it's it's dangerous to others it's not like not wearing your seatbelt because wearing that that hurts you. You're actively. You, it's like you driving a car recklessly is what it is. I mean, it's it really it it is dangerous to everybody because not everybody can take the vaccine. There are people who are allergic to it and who count on everybody else's immunity to keep them safe. And it's and it's only getting worse. No, and, and you, hit on polio, you hit on polio. Like polio was devastating to children during its time. Yeah, I mean, and, crushed communities. Oh, and get ready now. In, in about April, this is going to come up. Like, this is going to be a thing as people not want to take the COVID vaccine. And well, these anti-vaxxers people, they're bringing back diseases like measles. We had practically eradicated measles, and it's on the comeback. Yeah. It's, again, it's, I get it. You think there's a microchip. I understand. But you got it. It's, take it to somebody who took the shot. It's, you'll be fine. It'll hurt I, I, for a day. Another thing like the microchip, the government tracking you, you all voluntarily bought something from Apple that tracks you and listens yeah. to you and follows you. Yeah. We are currently, we are currently holding tracking devices in our hands as we make this podcast. Like, We're all chipped already. Everybody has a phone. It's an idiot what, comment. Yeah. And what's funny is, we talked about this once before about like the fact that privacy being such like a, a previous generation thing like i don't think any kid's not going to take the covid vaccine i think they'll take it because they come from a world where hey man this is something like that i've met some children who are generally terrified of this thing 
and are looking for a they're looking for a cure and we seem to have found one and to not take it and put people at risk is just stupid. This is also the the generation that, you know, like we talk about privacy, like the idea of privacy versus security. How much privacy are you willing to give up for security? This generation right now, they never had a life of privacy. Their whole life is post 9-11, birth of NSA, Patriot Act, all that stuff. They don't even recognize the idea of privacy of any extent. Which is why they give it up freely to the exactly. apps they want to use. Yes. Yeah, no doubt. No question. But that's a well, separate topic. But people, we people got way take your shots. in the hole on that one. Yeah. <laughs> take your shots, vaccinate your children, help everybody out. It's a real thing. Well, guys, great job. Let's get a quick recap here. Moon landing was the most notable omission for top conspiracy theories of all time. Anti-vaxxers was Madness's number one, and the JFK assassination was Adam's number one. Our next episode will be next week. It'll be recorded, and it'll be food-related. It will be best chain restaurants in the country. So Ooh, best- I'll be in. We're going to get real. We, 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 we tried them all. <laughs> I actually uh, did some pre-research, but only at three a.m. I was <laughs> I was doing some. Oh man, I was doing some. Only if I can get the fruit pancakes. Only if I can get you know it. extra syrup. <laughs> I was doing some pre-research for top chain restaurants, and in my research, I was like, I've never heard of that chain restaurant, and it's like one of the top ones per you know revenue or whatever. And I'm like, Will you just share with us what it is right now. No, because I don't know what the name of it is off the top of my head because I've never heard of it before. Um, this well like- done. That way, that way you get the big payoff. Well done. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. I'll tell you what. I'll make it a notable omission next week. How about that? What if we pick it? Then it won't be a notable it's gonna be something like Perkins. <laughs> it's going to be something like Perkins where it only exists in, like, Texas. There is a Perkins in the town I live in. It's fantastic. Um, Warzone update. This is the part of that episode i could not wait for good lord so we restarted again and we're playing slow and so in my ultimate shame and as well as the colonels oh sean is sean has two wins i have zero and the colonel has zero this is how i know we live in hell this this, that is 2020 right there there it is there it is also that's the first sean reference great job uh, oh, hold on, Japan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Kane Mutiny. Read the Kane Mutiny. <laughs> we got that in last week. We got that in last <laughs> Meat Market. Read it. It talks about Stephen Garcia for a whole chapter. I got it. I got that in last week. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to contact us, you can at Perlo underscore podcast on Twitter or Perlo podcast at gmail.com. Best way to contact us is to rate us five stars and leave a comment on apple podcast if uh you guys have any you want to give us your own list just contact us at one of those let us know uh, what your top conspiracy theory is or if you are lobbying to be a special guest lister you can also contact us at one of those we are looking for guest celebrity guest listers for this season season two we appreciate everyone tuning in again to the Perlow Podcast, top 10 lists from the South Carolina Low Country. And we hope you have a great Thanksgiving holiday. Wear your mask, wash your hands, make smart decisions so we can come out on the other side of this. Amen. Amen. <laughs>